Hey everyone, Sam here. Um, I'm going to do a quick video by myself, just follow up from Seth and I's discussion yesterday uh, around systematic um, trading and the setup and the process and um, getting started being systematic without being automated uh, and really using your rules overlaid with a chart to quickly see if you need to take any action uh, in a market and what that action should be. So what I have here is a 200-day Donchian channel on the SPY ETF. Um, the blue line is the upper bound. The red line is the lower bound. And you can see we've been pressing on um, new 100 and 200-day highs for quite some time. Uh, secondly, if we had a rule that our exit criteria was going to be to get out on 100-day um, lows in the case of long positions and highs in the case of short positions, then we can add this in here, and this is shown with the thinner line for the 100 period, and the thicker line represents the 200 period. So just in looking at this, you would have gotten uh, long in, on April 29th of this year, and you'd still be long based on the simple uh, entry criteria and your exit criteria uh, not being hit yet. We haven't reached a new 100-day low in quite some time. So just based on the simple entry and exit, we'd have a long position and we'd still be in that long position. But we don't know where to place a stop based on this um, since we only have sort of one one or two different places that it could be uh, based on what we're seeing on our chart. And that's just the 100 uh, and coincidentally the 200 day low way down here, which is at the um, 2018 low of the market, I believe, or where it bottomed at the end of 2018 and then made its rally um, basically right at the new year. So we don't have a, a spot to place an initial stop loss. And because we don't have a spot for an initial stop loss, we can't size our position or know how many uh, shares of this ETF we should purchase. Uh, but let's say that the secondary part of our rule is we want to use volatility uh, to size our positions and we want to use the ATR. Down here I have the 20 period ATR and you can see as of the end of close today, uh, the 20 period uh, one, 1x multiplier uh, ATR, so just one ATR uh, over, 20 period, over 20 days averaged is 220, $2.20 of this uh, ETF's price. If we've determined that we want our initial stop to be uh, four ATRs away, so 4x times this 220 uh, at this point, if we were getting in now, that's what it would be. Uh, if we've determined we wanted it to be 4x uh, and common, common multipliers are anywhere from 1 to 10, uh, and I would say I look at uh, things between 3 and 8, uh, typically myself. But if we decided that we were looking at 4, then putting in this volatility stop indicator right here would give us a visual representation of where this stop 
needed to be at this point. So four times the 220 would be 880. The close today was 315.42. So we would expect this volatility stop to be 880 less the close of 315.42. So uh, 306.62 would be 880 from the close. And it's at 306.64. As you can see up in the top there, 306.64. Um, that's likely due to just the, the rounding errors, things like that. So you could use either. But this gives us a visual representation of where we'd be getting in and where to place our initial stop, which would also allow us to size the position, and then where our trailing stop or exit signal would be uh, if we got to that point and it overtook the initial stop. So let's just for the sake of going through time here a little bit, go through what this would look like. So back in April 29th, the Donchian channel hits a new high. We get a new high above this period. This is the our, our entry signal to end, uh, to enter the market long at the end of this trading day. So we would get long. Our initial stop would be right here at this 4 ATR, 20 period 4 ATR location. And we would have been stopped out um, a week and a half later or so. Then we'd be out of the market all this time. Then we get a new high in June, and our stop would be right here at this 283 uh 69 level. Or 3.04 times 4. Take the 12, 1216 from the close, and you get 283.70. So 283.70, 283.69 based on the indicator, um, whatever you feel comfortable with. You can also just understand the, the script or the language that you're software your charting software has learn that a little bit and then you can quickly go to the ATR make a custom indicator and just multiply it by four so when you came down here you would see four ATRs rather than just one and you'd have that that number below as well um, but you'd get long here it would go up a bit the hundred period hasn't kicked in so your initial stop is here and it stays here until you get stopped out again here in August. Then you stay flat and you get a new high here. You're just looking for the Donchian channel to hit a new a new high based on the price hitting a new high. You get long here. This would be your initial stop in this area. You get stopped out again. So that would be three losses on this at this point. I'm not going to go into the, um, the concept of is this a good strategy or not, or should you be using it on uh, an index rather than single markets? That's a topic for uh, another time, uh, but this is just going through the mechanics of being systematic. So you get stopped out there. You don't have anything to do any of these days. You look at your chart. There's nothing to do. You move on to the next one a um, couple seconds later. Then you get another long in here. Your stop is right here. And your stop hasn't been hit yet. You'd be long uh, at this moment back in October, and you'd still be long now. Uh, your stop would still be at your initial stop location because the 100 period low 
uh, hasn't gotten above your initial stop. So you're just taking the closest of the two um, to the market or the position itself, and you won't adjust that stop at all until this 100 period gets above it. So this would be you're in a long market. Uh, there's nothing to do at this point. You're going to have a stop loss in the market uh, right here, your initial stop. And if it gets hit in the middle of the day, then it does. Uh, if not, then you're not going to do anything with this uh, until it gets to that point and or gets down and hits a new 200-day uh, low. So let's say you were... Trading ag, the aggregate bond position, that would be the same. So you can see back here, it would have gotten long. Duh, you would have been long this entire time. And you would still be long uh, at this point based on a 200-day uh, breakout. You know, start of 19, be at this 200-day high up in here. The initial stop is down in here, which hasn't been hit, uh, and it's just been going up. So the 100-period uh, low is still here. This is where your stop would be uh, at this point. If this were to go up a little bit, you would just move your stop at the end of the day to that new location and move on to the next market. Let's see if... There are any currencies that happen to make any uh, positions. So at this point, you would have entered short down in here. You would have gotten stopped out back here, and you wouldn't be this market would be flat right now. No new signal today because there's been no new 200-day high. So I would just go to the next market. This one is I would have been long here. My initial stop would have been down in here, and I would have just gotten stopped out a couple days ago. So this position would be flat. And nothing, no new 200 period, uh, high or low on this one today. So nothing to do on this market uh, today. This one, we had a new low here. And the stop is up in here. And it looks like um, you're probably still short. I don't think it hit the initial stop. Um, so it's still in a, in a short uh, position at this point for the Australian uh, against the dollar. This one you would have gotten long back here. Then it would have gotten stopped out. You would have not hit a new 200-day uh, high or low. So this market would still be flat um, this entire time. You would have been flat all the way since February of this year. You haven't gotten a new signal. It's just been going sideways and hasn't caught up yet. So you're wait waiting for it to breach this bound up here or this one. It didn't do that today, so there's nothing to do in this market. Similar to this one, you would have been short back here and you still would have been you'd still be short now, although your stop would be right here at this point, so you're you're getting close to the stop, but it didn't get hit today. You didn't get a, a long signal either, so this would still be a short position. No trade on this one, no 200-day high. 
this one you got short back here and you would still be short and your stop would be right here in the market similar to this one you're still in a short position nothing new happened today and this would be the process that I would go through myself uh, every single day for each of the markets that I trade uh, this would have been a long position here your stop would have been right here you would have gotten stopped out these this is getting close to hitting a new 200 day low uh, for the euro pound um, not quite but for the sake of demonstration real quick I will show how quick it would be uh, for me to at least get the position that I'd want to put on and uh, and size it appropriately so at the end of the day today the 20 period ATR is uh, 0 0.0052, which would be 52 pips in the Forex market. You can think of it as ticks. Um, so the four-period ATR is going to be um, around 200 and 208. And you can also just click this measuring tool over here on the left. And get an idea of the 208 pips from this close is up here 207.4 208 it's about where our volatility stop is remember we've looked at that there might be some small rounding errors but the volatility stop for ATRs away says our stop should be placed at um, 0 0.87200 uh, for this exchange rate the British pounds per euros uh, so we'd be for the sake of this, we'll act like this was a new 200-day high. We would get short, and whether you, I just have a uh, demo account here, paper trading through Trading View for this example. Um, to use it, but let's say we were going, and we were going to put in a sell limit order for the close of this day. 0.85117 would be the exchange rate that we'd want to put it in at. Our stop loss is going to be sort of four times the 52. So you could use um, the 108. And that would get us at 0.86197. Which isn't quite right. It should be let's use the volatility stop instead at 0.872 sorry that's yep 208.3 pips which would be about four times the 52 that we see at the bottom um, so that's the price where our stop is going to be and let's say we are risking 1%. Um, we have a paper trading account balance here of 29,967. Uh, so we'll risk 100% or 1%. So we would do 299.67. And this would give the size of the order that I need to put in the uh, market, which is uh, 11,127 uh, units. If you're familiar with 
how currency uh, lot sizes work. A standard lot is 100,000 units um, of a currency. So this is roughly 11% of a standard lot. I don't know if this is going to execute. Yeah, it did. So just to give a sense, that would be our sell limit order. This is where our stop loss is in the market. We have no take profits for obvious reasons. We don't put take profits in the market. Um, and then you could go in and you can update it as need be. So if the 100 period came down, uh, then you could just update the stop loss position to be closer to the market if that's what your rule dictated. Um, and obviously if it comes, if it gets executed and it hits my stop loss back up here at 0.872, then I'm going to lose $299.67 and that's going to be a 1% loss on my account. So that's how I would initially look at um, sizing from a systematic yet um, non-automated perspective. You need something to tell you where your stop is going to be uh, and how much the risk should be for that distance from the market to that stop. And that'll determine um, how many shares or how much, how many units or contracts, whatever it may be, how much of an asset you uh, acquire at that time. You also should be thinking about it in terms of that order as well. The volatility of the asset at that point in time or the recent volatility over uh, recent periods of time determines where your stop is going to be. Your risk, your initial risk per position is always the same based on your tolerance and or other compositions of your strategy and portfolio, and then you determine the amount of something that you're going to um, buy or sell. And that should be the flow of um, steps in your mind. It shouldn't really be in any other order um, trying to determine to buy a certain amount of something first uh, and then figuring out where to place uh, the stop uh, and then how much to risk. That would be doing it uh, sort of backwards and or inconsistent and you wouldn't be basing the uh, position based on um, the rules and or the the market action itself you'd be doing it based on uh, something else so that's how I go about doing it I would just cycle through a variety of different markets like this uh, at the end of each day and um, even just with, if you have simple rules like this, it's easy to see, um, has price hit any of the levels that I have in my strategy here. And if not, then I can just go on to the next visual. Obviously when you have it set up like this and it's in a visual chart format, uh, it's easy to see, uh, if you need to take any action, especially with only just a couple of indicators. If you're using multiple things to determine your entries and exit, uh, and it clutters up a chart that will also be um, where understanding the scripting or language of uh, the software that you use will come in handy so you can create a custom 
indicator that brings all of the um, all the components that you look at to determine a signal, uh, whether it be entry, exit, the initial stop, um, trailing stop, all of those things. Uh, if you bring those together and provide a way to see that uh, as an aggregated one piece to let you know if you have to take any action and what it should be, um, then it will help you sort of see that uh, more easily day to day when just scrolling through something visual. Uh, if you're just looking at sort of numbers and the price feed, uh, then you'll have to get creative with the price sheet that you have and the alerting that you have. Um, even in Excel, you can set something up to, to give you some indicators and alerts uh, if something new has happened based on the data feed. Uh, but it's also nice to have a nice charting uh, software available to you to be able to just cycle through these uh, and see for yourself if anything needs to be done in each market. And I would go ahead and do this each day. So here was a new 200-day high uh, recently back in October on the uh, pound Australian dollar. Uh, and this would still be in a long position here. And it would have been entered at this level. Uh, and the stop would be down here. So this is all systematic. I'm looking at just one entry rule, one exit rule, and uh, an initial stop based on volatility. And using that to determine if I need to take action, and then when I do, what's the action that I'm taking? And if it's putting in an order, uh, then how do I put that order in? And how do I know um, the size of that order? If it's just moving a, uh, a stop loss order, then I know exactly where that stop loss should be moved and the new price uh, to move it to from the current price. So when I talk about being systematic but not automated, this is the representation of that and you're just able to scroll through all the markets that you set up um, within trading view you can create these little um, like playlists or just lists uh, with different markets so it makes it easy to just uh, hit the spacebar and run through them really quickly and see if anything's changed um, no 200 day high there no 200 day high or low there nothing new there uh, nothing new there and then that would be the process. So uh, we'll talk about this more in the future. Uh, these last few minutes are rambled on a bit. So sorry about that. The first 15 minutes should be um, pretty solid and hopefully helpful. But this is how you can get started um, with systematic trading and specifically systematic trend following by using an entry, an exit, and initial stop based on volatility. Till next time, probably uh, the end of this weekend uh, after Thanksgiving. We'll see you guys again. Um, have a good holiday, enjoy the sports, enjoy the food, enjoy the family, whatever it may be. See you later. Till then, adios.